the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Attorney General William Barr is on the Capitol Hill hot seat this hour, testifying before a House panel. Appropriations Committee Chair Democrat Nita Lowy criticizing what she refers to as Barr's unacceptable handling of the special counsel's Russia report and pushing for full release of the Mueller report. I understand that portions of it must be redacted as a matter of law, but my hope is that you will stop there and bring transparency to this process as soon as possible. But it is a budget hearing, and that's what Barr and committee Republicans have been focusing on so far, but it's still early in the hearing process. On Wall Street this morning, stocks are sharply lower. The Dow down about 219 points. The S&P is off 16. The Nasdaq down 25. This is SRN News. True or false, you can grow closer to your spouse through disagreements. It's true. And on May 17th, Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley are coming to the Twin Cities to show us how it's possible. Wellness 1570 is supporting the power of healthy conflict, an evening of practical strategies to achieve greater intimacy in your marriage. Tickets are only $25 per couple. So reserve your seats today at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com slash marriage. I'm Lee Michaels here on Wellness 1570 from the Eagle Wellness Studios today. 53 for the high with some sunshine, mostly cloudy tonight with a low near 31. But then for the next couple of days, we probably will not climb out of the 30s. And how much snow are we going to get? Well, kind of depends on how this tracks. Could be measurable and could be heavy at times. But we'll keep you updated. As I mentioned, Like It Matters Radio is next with Mr. Black. I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry. And I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called and neither did the pros. So... To stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Minnesota did. And now... I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at oncallradio.com. 
Lynn in Huntsville, Alabama writes, Dr. Ace, I'm a proud parent of three school-aged children. What can I do to keep them healthy this cold and flu season? One thing you want to do is make sure everybody's taking plenty of vitamin D. They found that vitamin D is the number one vitamin that will keep viruses and bacteria out of the body and fight against that and keep the immune system strong. So get a little blood test. You can get that done with their pediatricians, and you want to make sure their blood value numbers are between about 40 and 60 on the blood test. Cod liver oil is really good for them to take. It'll keep omega-3 fats, vitamin A, and vitamin D all through the cold and flu season to keep them off gluten. Gluten is a protein found in most grains and the casein protein in milk. Get those together and everybody should be healthy this cold and flu season. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here with one of the newest members to the Patriot family. I am proud to be associated with Mike Murphy with EXP Realty. Now, it's a name that's familiar to some of you, but it's not our Mike Murphy. It's our new Mike Murphy. Mike, it is great to have you here. Thanks, Lee. We are excited to work with the Patriot and your listeners. Now, tell me, what makes EXP Realty different? EXP is a cloud-based brokerage. We like to call it the future of real estate. A lot of people get frustrated with the gimmicks and overpromises of many real estate agents. We pride ourselves on being different. No gimmicks, just great service. When you call our number, you will speak to me or my wife, Sharon, not an inexperienced team member. So if they want to speak to you or your wife, Sharon, how do they get a hold of you? Give us a call at 651-216-7870 or go to MikeMurphyTeam.com. It's that simple. If you're thinking about selling your home, check out Mike Murphy Team with eXp Realty. 651-216-7870 or online at MikeMurphyTeam.com. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And man, I am so excited uh, to be live with you today. You know, uh, boy, we live in a world that uh, sometimes you just shake your head, don't you? Just shake your head, (laughs) at least I do. I'm having a hard time watching the news, i got to be honest with you. Call it politics, call it culture, call it whatever term you want to call it. But, you know, it is weird out there. Matter of fact, boy, if you don't know the good word, you might want to know it. Because uh, if you study that good book, uh, there's no surprise out there. Uh, It said that in the last days, what used to be considered wise will be considered foolish, And what used to be considered foolish will be considered wise. And boy, I got to give it to my brothers and sisters and people over the last couple thousand years been reading that good book and say, come on, how can things that are stupid be considered wise? And how can things that are wise be considered stupid? That just, that's not real. Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah, it is. All you got to do is look at the people we vote into Congress and all that. It's just silly. It's just crazy. And so, you know, one of the things about a leader is uh, we're hope peddlers. 
You know, uh, you know, if you read the good book, there's a lot of ag- uh, agrarian, what is it, agrarian metaphors, agricultural metaphors, uh, because that's what we know. You know, the the concept of uh, planting and harvesting, the concept of patience, the concept of doing the tilling the soil, doing the foundational work uh, that might not return anything for uh, for a little while. Uh, but that hard work pays off in good rewards. You know, just basic concepts. If you read the good book, you'll see lots of metaphors. And, uh, you know, one thing I love about uh, Jesus Christ, and there's other people that have walked this planet that have been like hope, uh, like Jesus Christ, hope peddlers. You know, remember, Jesus Christ was all about the good news. That's what the whole term the gospel means, the good news. Um, you know, Jesus was never at an anti-slavery meeting, and yet the, the church was made up of, of slaves. Uh, you know, this whole movement of social justice, you might want to check it out because, uh, boy, be careful of the justice you seek for everybody else because someday it might come knocking on your door. Uh, and, boy, that word justice is one of those no- words of normalization. You can't put justice in a wheelbarrow. One man's justice is another man's crime. So I want to get social justice in a country where we can't even agree on if there is a God or what that God is. Uh, it's crazy. How are we going to agree on what the, that term justice means? Uh, justice for whom? Justice for when? You know, I deal with a lot of people in a lot of pain. Uh, and I had a lady from Chicago who lost her son in some of the gang violence, the, the, the uh, gun violence in Chicago. And I had to at one point say to her, because she was just heartbroken, that she's just looking for justice for her son, justice for her son, justice for herself. I said, there'll never be justice. I mean, you might find the person who, who killed your son, uh, and that person might have to pay a price on this planet. But that's no justice. Your son should have never been taken from you. There's no justice. We live in a fallen world. There's no justice. You know, Bible says that good things happen to bad people and the bad things happen to good people. And then uh, even go further than that, when the rich young ruler went up to Jesus and said, oh, uh, good rabbi, good teacher. And Jesus himself said, who's good? Who's good? You know, so you got to re- realize that as a, as a leader, we're, we're supposed to be hope peddlers. We got to peddle hope. Uh, and why I bring this up is, boy, the environment out there is anything but hopeful. You know, if you if you read emails, you know, there's a lot of people wanting to save the environment, wanting to be good stewards, and it's a, it comes from a good intent. We're called to be good stewards, but if you read the book of Revelation, you might want to consider, what are you saving the planet from, leaders? What are you saving it from? Uh, and and we're, we're called to be hope peddlers, you know, uh, to, to be pushing hope, to be helping people. And the, the environment out there is bitter. You know, consider the environment before printing this email. I get thousands of emails a day, and if I was to print every single email, remember, some are in chains, some have been replied to reply to reply. So if I printed every single email, I would I would kill a couple trees. And so at the end of emails, it says, uh, before printing this uh, email, consider the environment. That's what they're t- talking about. But one thing I learned, you know, doing study of the human mind, that the ultimate environment is not the planet that we live on. Uh, it is not the air in your house. Uh, it is actually the, your mind. That is the ultimate environment. Consider the environment. What is going on in your head? Because that in, in everybody's head, uh, there's the potential for heaven or hell. And for some, it's both. Uh, for some, it's only one. Uh, and it's not the good one. It's the not so good one, unfortunately. You know, but as leaders, we can change that because we can be hope peddlers. But if you look at the environment out there, it is brutal. It is 
brutal out there. And so today I thought I would peddle some hope, you know, uh, give you some hope. Uh, you know, and hope is, is, is a mathematical equation. You know, and I use that uh, conversely by saying that that uh, depression is helpless and hopelessness. That's what depression is. Depression equals sign helpless and hopelessness. See, when you have no hope, uh, when today's situation, no matter good or bad, right or wrong, uh, is what it is, and you have no belief that tomorrow can be any better, uh, that's called helpless. That's called hopeless. Uh, you know, as a parent, you know, I think one of the greatest feelings as a parent is we've always wanted to give our kids uh, a better world than the one we found. That's always been, I think, the dream of any good parent is to give our kids uh, a better world, a better America than we got. Uh, and, and it is really, I think, unfortunate today that I think for the first time in the history of this world and history of America that our ability, those of us that have kids now, to give our kids a better America than we got uh, is behind us. It's no longer possible. And so we can't find the hope in America. Where do we find the hope? We've got to find the hope in ourselves. We've got to find the hope in our, in our environment, in the environment that we live in, in our mind. Uh, and it, sometimes it can be helpless and hopeless out there. But, you know, I want to share with you today, we're going to talk about the fifth reports. You know, at the end of my training, uh, at the end of each segment of our training, we call them modules, we have people write what's called notes to myself. Uh, we have people keep a journal. We have them dict- document every single activity I have them do. Uh, that's the first part. It's a two-part report. One is activities training. What did you do? Uh, and the second one is benefits and applications. What are the benefits you're receiving from this training? And specifically, how we apply them to personal business life. It allows us to know what's going on inside of people's environment, what's going on inside their head. And so today, we're going to be sharing some of those fifth reports because uh, we have six modules, but at the end of the fifth report, the first half final exam, they write their final report. It's kind of summarization, a kind of wrap-up. And uh, I I just love to share these stories of hope. But I, here's an email I got. I got this email March 31st from a gentleman who had been through my training two weeks earlier in Chicago. He said, uh, uh, it's from March 31st, 8.15 from Chris Siebritz. He says, hi, Scott. It's been a while since we spoke on the phone, but I wanted to capture what we had discussed in writing. My experience over the few short days that we spent together was quite remarkable. It was tough. I was able to identify and break down strongholds inside of me that were the size of mountains. There was no chance or hope of me doing this on my own especially not in such short a space of time. It would have taken years of effort to break down those mountains one truckload at a time. However, with God's grace and your unique approach, approach, I was able to identify the strongholds and break them down like a mountain swallowed by the earth during an earthquake. Wow, what a great imagery. Break them down like a mountain swallowed by the earth during an earthquake. The chains, fears, and lies that were holding me back have been ripped apart and I can now live up to the full potential that God has placed in me. Thank you. I'm very grateful to your wife and your team for your dedication and passion. And we'll pray that your remarkable ministry will touch many more lives going forward. Regards, Chris Siebritz, Team LIM 197, Chicago. And this is what we're going to do today to bring a little bit of hope. Because, boy, in this dark world, as leaders, we need to be peddling some good hope. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll be back in three minutes.
Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to find Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. This is a message to business owners. The strongest selling proposition is to get your customer into your store in front of your product. Now you can do that digitally everywhere with Salem Surround, digital marketing that easily takes your business beyond its four walls, putting your message on people's computers, tablets, and mobile phones everywhere. Your digital ad virtually puts them into your store in front of your products. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Call us at Salem Surround for a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggested ideas that could dramatically increase your sales. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers. Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers when i attended the leadership awakening workshop i didn't know what to expect but i was open the tools taught at leadership awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all god created me to be providential that word coins these life-changing classes because i now realize there are works god has already created for me to walk in and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly i received practical insights that i am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman influential mom to my two teenagers an eight and a half year old son and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we want to share some hope. You know, you got so much out there that's pulling and tugging and so much bitterness. You know, it's just... Uh, man, you, you got to realize the ultimate environment is our mind. You know, we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. And you know what really controls us? You know what really dictates our state of mind? You know what really puts us in the, quote, mood? Is what is going on in our head. And not necessarily consciously, but unconsciously. This is what we got to get. We are unconscious creatures. 
You have so many parts of your brain that function at the unconscious level. You have the basal ganglia, which is entire process, entire purpose, is to get you into a habit as quick as possible. You got the reticular activating systems, the brain's focal center. Uh, you got meta programs that are uh, unconscious programs put in place that basically dictate how we make our decisions. Uh, Dr. Adler tells us that by the time a child is six years old, six, what is that, siest, sieste, what is that what it is, six, six, by the time a child is six, a majority of their map of reality is in place. And here's the problem. We go through a lot of trauma, a lot of drama, a lot of stuff that we're not in control of, a lot of uh, situations that we had no choice in. Uh, and based on that, we create a roadmap, a program, a, a set of beliefs that basically are the foundation for our house of cards that dictate everything else we do for the rest of our lives. And most people never, ever, ever, ever revisit that structure of their beliefs that was put in place by the time they were six years old. And so that's why people get helpless and hopeless. You know, people believe, like in the day of Noah, you know, that things are always the way they are and they're always going to be. It's never going to change. And people are born and then they die. And we just get this lackluster approach to just going through the motions. We just get numb. And that's what that letter was when I shared from uh, Mr. Siebritz about, you know, a couple weeks after the class, what he thought about our training. And the impact that it had. You know, and this wasn't right after the class. This was a couple weeks after the training. Why does it matter? Because we must be considerate of the environment. we got to realize that our, our minds are like soil. And from good soil comes good produce. From bad soil comes bad produce. Uh, there's a story in the Bible about uh, a sower and a seed. And this guy went out sowing some seed and tossed it all over, and it gave four different places that the soil fell, uh, the seed fell on. And the soil, uh, in the in in the metaphor, in the analogy, in the story, represents people's hearts. And I use it as a mind, but really, whenever the Bible talks about to focus your heart on something, it's really talking about your mind, what you think about most often. And here's the problem: in the world today, there's a lot of bitterness, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of negativity. You know, I, I was just seeing this. Uh, I don't know if you know who Chelsea Handler is. Chelsea Handler is a, a liberal comedian. <clears throat> and this was, I saw her, I saw her on uh, um, uh, Bill Maher's show, Maher's show. It says the liberal uh, Chelsea Handler admits Trump's election center into midlife identity crisis, forced her to see a shrink. And what's interesting is what she said. This is not politics. I'm going to get so worried when I say the word Trump. Read the book of Revelation. You'll read a lot of times. So here's what Handler said. This is what's important to get. She said, quote, I had a midlife identity crisis once Trump won the election because I had never had my world feel so unhinged, I think, Handler told Mayor. I had to pay a psychiatrist to listen to me, and then she's a swear word, about Donald Trump for about the first three weeks. For me, as I can imagine, it must have been for so many people. It was a huge emotional trigger of everything being destabilized. And I realized, listen, just how spoiled and privileged I've been all my life to realize to be this upset and this on uh, on a ten every oh uh, and this on a ten every day on the outrage and anger. I just wanted to fight people, you know. And I was like, I have to go see a psychiatrist. This is what I'm talking about. 
all this bitterness, all this anger, all this resentment out there that's 40% of the country's in. And then you turn on like MSNBC and CNN, it's just pure hatred, pure destroying a man. And it's okay however you believe. I don't care who you vote for, but you can't do that in your mind without thinking it's going to affect other things. Because what happens from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And when elections are over, where does the anger go? Because the anger is still there. That's what you got to get. The anger doesn't go away. See, and here's the reason why there's so much anger. I got this from University of Michigan. Uh, says, anger motivates people to vote. UM study shows. And this was from June 7, 2011 from the University of Michigan. Said the pundits and candidates suggest there's too much anger in politics. The emotion does have a potential benefit. It significantly motivates citizens to vote, according University of Michigan study. Quote, anger in politics can play a particularly vital role, motivating some people to participate in ways they might ordinarily not, says Nicholas Valentino, the study's lead author and a professor of communication studies and political science. Quote, we normally think people with a lot of resources, political skills, are the ones who participate. But many citizens in this category regularly abstain from politics. Furthermore, many citizens with few resources can be mobilized if, ready for this, if they experience strong anger. Not just anger, but strong anger. Quote, anger leads, to, leads citizens to harness existing skills and resources in a given election. Therefore, the process by which emotions are produced in each campaign can powerfully alter electoral outcomes. And this is what people have known for years, people pulling the strings, people behind the green curtain, right? Pay no attention to the man behind the green curtain, as we are told in The Wizard of Oz. But we need to understand there's a lot of hurt, there's a lot of bitterness. You know, People are hurt and be told some things and bad things done to them. And then even when the perpetrator, go, the, the persecutor goes away, guess what? People still continue the trash talking. You know, my dad, bless his soul, he's with the Lord now, I hope. Uh, but he's no longer on this planet. He's transitioned. Uh, and boy, you know, my childhood was pretty tough. He beat on us a lot of times. He's an alcoholic. But, you know, I had a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of bitterness toward my childhood for many years, and it caused me to inflict a lot of pain on people. You know why? Because hurting people hurt people. But, you know, the big shift took place for me when I realized that what did my dad have to go through in order to be treating people that way? And when I had to actually get out of my own self-pity, my own victimhood, which it was a rough childhood, I'm not downplaying it, and actually step into my dad's shoes and see what he must have been through to be able to have to treat people the way he does. What did he have to go through? What, how did he have to be treated? And once I did that, it changed everything. See, and, and that's why we need to go through an experience. And with me, it was my dad dying. With me, it was growing over 30 years and wanting to be a better person. But it doesn't have to be that way. That's what I do in my Leadership Awakening. If you go to likeitmatters.net. And so I want to share with you some fifth reports. These are people that came to my training, knew nothing about me, spent 48 hours with me, and their life was totally different. So here's one from this last Team 198. Uh, this was in uh, Minneapolis. Uh, it says, uh, benefits and applications. When I came here Thursday night, I had no idea what was going to take place. 
I would say after the first hour, my heart was uh, was racing. As the hours went on, I said, this isn't going to be easy. Today comes along, and it is time for me to express things I've gained from this class, the benefits, the outcome, the, and the outcome. I have learned and grown so much through this. I have new outlooks on things, whether it's everyday life problems thrown at me, my job and my feeling good enough, or just me setting an example. I will let my girls, three of them, see a side of me they've never seen. They'll actually see me uh, letting my emotions out. They'll learn new ways to deal with things that they don't seem to know how to control. I'm taking everything I have learned with me and applying it. I may not be able to show or convince uh, everyone, but they will see the new me. I know what I want, and I know I'm doing it. I woke up this morning with so much energy, somehow with little sleep, uh, we went up walking faster, turned my king and country on, and felt at ease. I haven't felt that good in many, many years. For that, I'm thankful. And Jesus, take the wheel. You know, 48 hours, I always tell people, give me 48 hours, and I'll give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours, and I'll give you hope. Give me 48 hours, and I can give you a new marriage. See, we've got to realize that we are our leaders, and our environment dictates so much. And that's why I had a bad environment growing up, but I chose to change my environment to give my kids a better environment. You know, there's a book out there called Biology of Belief, and in it, Bruce Lipton said that we are technically a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. He says we used to believe that the, the nucleus drove the cell. He said we're totally wrong, even though we believe that for 100 years. He said what really drives the, the cell is the cell membrane. And when I heard that, that we are technically a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by their environment, it made me realize something. That, you know what, we do not have to be controlled by our environment. We can take the ultimate environment, that which is in our head, our thoughts, our thinking, and boy, there's the true power. That's why Dr. Viktor Frankl, the father of logotherapy, said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care what you're going through right now. It's a mind game. 87% of all diseases are psychosomatic. Inside every single head, it can be a heaven or a hell. No matter what the circumstances are, it really doesn't matter what happens to us in life, ladies and gentlemen. What matters is how we frame it. What matters is how we explain it to ourselves. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're sharing the fifth report with Team uh, Team 198 and 197. Because hope is just one leader away. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 
Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not real interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be, for a free and obviously no obligation estimate. Find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And ladies and gentlemen, boy, we got to work on our thinking, man. We got, we're going to change our world. We're going to change our lives. We must change our thinking. Remember, consider the environment. You know, we live in a world where people want to save the planet, save the planet. And so on emails, it says instead of uh, printing this off, before you print this email off, because there's a lot of attachments, there's a lot of forwards and replies, and, you know, be good to the environment. Consider the environment before printing this email. In other words, don't kill a whole bunch of trees and just waste it. Be a good steward. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, the same needs to be said true about our mind. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. Be careful, little feet, where you go. Why? Because men don't stumble in a day. Marriages don't crumble in a day. It's a slow fade. I'll give credit there to Casting Crown since they wrote that song. Right? Slow fade. And it's the environment that dictates how we fade. The good book says, from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. It's a, it's a double sink. And whatever you put inside your mind, you think about over and over and over, at some point it's going to come out. How does it come out? Three ways. It comes out visually, it comes out auditorily, or it comes out kinesthetically, right? Those are the three modalities, the three primary ways that we all learn information. 
We learn by seeing, we learn by hearing, and we learn by doing and or through feelings and experience. Right? That's what transactional analysis is. Transactional analysis says there's a stimulus and the response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. It might encourage it. It might set up nicely like a good volleyball team. Right? But it doesn't cause it. Why? Because the mind is six times faster than we can talk. You need to know how you work, soldier, warrior. The mind is six times faster than we can talk. So when someone says or does something, we automatically go to our three channels, our three modalities, the three ways we all process information. We see something from our past, or we say something from our past, or we feel something from our past. And then based on that, then we respond. We don't technically respond to what someone says or does. We respond to our explanation to ourselves about what that person says or does. We've all had times where someone said something to us and we laughed it off or held our tongue even though we didn't like it. And we've all had times where someone else could say something of a lesser degree of badness, a lesser degree of evil, and we go psycho on them. Right? What's the difference? The difference is what we say to ourselves, what we feel in our head in between the stimulus and the response. That's what Dr. Viktor Frankl was talking about. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and then that space is your power. It is your freedom. In other words, it's epigenetics. We talked about Dr. Bruce Lipton. He wrote a book called The Biology of Belief. Look it up. It's a bestseller from about 10 years ago. And he's a microbiologist. He's a Darwinist. He's not a, I doubt he believes in the God of the Bible. And he said that everything we believed about what drove a cell was wrong. He said, we've always believed that the nucleus drove the cell. He said, that's not true at all. He said, what drives the cell is the cell membrane. And so he said, technically, we are a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by their environment. And so we must consider the environment because it's like soil. Your environment is like soil. From good soil comes good produce. From bad soil comes bad produce. Energy follows thought. From good thoughts come good actions and energy. From bad thoughts come bad action and energy. From the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Don't you hear it? That's what we're talking about. And when life squeezes you, what do you think is going to come out of you? When life squeezes you, the only thing that's going to come out of you is what's in you. And again, whether you think he was God or not, let's look at Jesus, the Messiah. Or if you don't think he was God, just Jesus. Because Muslims believe in Jesus. They know he is. Uh, read the book of Josephus. He's a historical figure. This man, Jesus of Nazareth, flesh, walked this planet. And while he was being crucified, he said seven things while he was being nailed on the cross and hung from the cross. You should read these, whether you're a believer or not. The first thing he said was, forgive them, Father, for, he know not, for they know not what they do. See, he stood in between the stimulus and the response. It's a place called the now moment. In the now moment, we can process things. That's why we need to get off autopilot. Even though we're made to function at a high level on autopilot, Remember, what's running is old programs. Your mind, and like my mind, instructions. And absent of new instructions, it has pre-existing instructions, presuppositions. It has a program. It's called your BS. 
And I'm not talking about the BS, the stuff you t- step in in the cow pastures. I'm not talking about your backstory. I'm not talking about your backup system. All those are true. I'm talking about your belief system. It is an internal set of programs that dictate everything else. It tells you if you had a good day or a bad day. It tells you if you're right or wrong. It tells you you're good or bad. Don't you hear it? Those are all comparison words. And the biggest comparison we have in life is something that creates hope or hopelessness. And the comparison is this, however good or bad our life is, do we believe that tomorrow can be better? If that answer is yes, we call that hope. If that answer is no, we call that helpless and hopeless. We call that depression. Honestly, What's lacking in today's world is understanding, understanding other people and understanding ourselves. And that's what happens in our training. We learn how to understand how we work. We learn how to understand that the similarities in people are much greater than the differences. And once you get people out of their head and give them hope where they believe that tomorrow can be better than today, then they'll act differently. So in my two-and-a-half-day class at likeitmatters.net, the first day, I'm fighting with them. They're fighting with me. Why is he doing this? Why is he so loud? Why is he being mean? I'm not being mean, but their perception of what I'm doing, some of people, is being mean. And once I get them out of that helpless and hopeless, once I give them reason to believe, once I give them an opportunity to think that the next module can be better than this one, that the next evening can be better than this one, that the next day can be better than this one. Once they buy into that hope, that BS, that belief system changes everything. And so the end of each module in my training at likeitmatters.net, we have people write a report. We teach them how to the reflective learning, how to remember, how to look back and glean knowledge and information from past experience. It's a look-back learning. And so at the end of each module, we have them write out activity training. We want them to remember, right? Every time you put Mr. Potato Head back together, you remembered him. You put it back together. You put his arms and legs on. You remembered him. There's a way to learn by remembering, by looking back, and then bringing that information forward, bringing that learning forward so you don't forget it. And so we have them list out uh, their activities and training. So for six years, 16 years, 25 years, they can always remind themselves, remember to recollect what they did because it's written down. And then the second part is benefits and applications. What are the benefits you're receiving from this training? And specifically, how will you apply them in your personal business life? Because a lot of classes give you information. And then you go back home, you stick your manual on a shelf, and you never do anything with it. And then when things go bad, you do this in your head. See, I told you this stuff never helps. See, I keep going to all these classes and nothing ever changes. Wow, be careful of that BS. That belief system will keep you from going to more trainings. That belief system will cause you to go into trainings with no hope of gaining anything. Remember, everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. And most people have never challenged their beliefs. Matter of fact, we live in a world of echo chambers. Where you only watch MSNBC or CNN because that you want to hate on the guy in the White House. And you want to hope against all other hope that he's guilty of being a Russian spy. I can't believe this, that most people, 40% of the country want that. Stunning. Boy, at some point we need to realize what's going on, who's playing us, who's pulling the strings. And so here's, uh, here's a gentleman. He had to be uh, 60 years old at least, uh, maybe 70. 
Uh, sorry if you're listening. Uh, he was in Team 198 in Minneapolis. Uh, from He's from Italy. And he says, subject, the best investment of time in my life and discoveries. Now, here's a successful businessman, an Italian businessman, got a love for life, love for God, love for familia. He's got a lot of energy. Two and a half day class, he's 65, 70 years old. He said, the best investment of time in my life and discoveries. Benefits and application. He said, this morning's exercise took me by storm. I let my heart overflow and connect to my mind, releasing a tremendous uh, current of energy, yielding while mission, vision, passion, commitment, focus, and purpose. It was equally incredible for me to feel supported by my team, people who were total strangers just two days ago, experiencing my God's presence in me, his heart, body, and soul altering. I will go back to my everyday life with, uh, with renewed energy and the ability to focus what I've learned with my team. I will translate that focus into clear uh, actions, and uh, resolve. I will work uh, toward uh, to make this focus, passion, uh, permanent elements of the way I operate for myself, for my family, for anyone around me, and most of all, for our God, the father of my life. Wow. And then I got this letter from him yesterday. Dear Scott, I tried to reach you a couple of times last week and you tried to reach me, but we couldn't. First of all, I thank you for the life-changing experience I went through with you in Team 198. Thank you for the energy, the charge you instill in the course uh, and the ensuing personal discovery I went through. It was truly inspiring. He said, for me, the key points were discovering the infinite level of energy God gave me and ways to focus it for a more profound impact on my life and the lives of those around me. And he goes on to talk about how he's uh, involved in the community, how he sent a letter to the mayor and how his energy is changing his small little town in North Carolina. See, ladies and gentlemen, hope. Keep hope alive. That is the number one commodity of the leader. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you are made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. 
Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. The world of business and investing is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the info? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, reading trade magazines, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. That's where Business 1440 steps in. We're your on-air guide through the fast-paced financial and business landscape. Up-to-the-minute business and investing news. Streaming now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. We work hard our entire lives to provide for our families with the hope one day to enjoy our retirement. Our whole lives, we've been told what to do with our investments. And now we're nervous that we may not have enough to live the life we want. Learn to be the best steward of your money. At Online Trading Academy, we offer a free investing class. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone, use keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And boy, if you're like a lot of people out there, boy, this world, you just shake your head at, man. It just, sometimes it seems confusing. You stop watching the news because it's so negative. You stop uh, allowing people to talk about politics to you because it just eats at your soul. Uh, and we start shutting people out. You know, we, we what we call walls. We put up these walls. And we put these walls to protect ourselves, uh, to So we don't have to deal with the same pain over and over and over. The problem is these walls keep people at a distance. You know, I have a pretty good command of my voice, and uh, I could have a class of students inside a hotel meeting room, and I could stand out in the hallway with the doors closed. I have enough command of my voice that I guarantee you that I could project loud enough so that everybody inside that room would hear every single word I barked, would hear me clearly and concisely. But consider this, in that situation, I would have no way to connect with those people. I would, uh, I would be able to guide them, to dictate to them, to bark orders at them. But at no point would I be able to connect with them, build an emotional relationship with them. And you know the sad part is what I just gave you an example of was most people's lives. Let's be honest. Your marriage, just like my marriage, is nowhere near that. Why? Because we're flawed people. We all fall short of the glory of God. We're all broken people. You know, we're all incomplete. We all have a void in our life. Uh, uh, the Bible tells you it's in the shape of uh, Jesus Christ, and we fill it with all kinds of things. We can do drugs. We can do alcohol, promiscuity, uh, good radio. <laughs> we can fill that void with a lot of things. Uh, but it'll never suffice. It'll never satisfy. It'll never satiate uh, like uh, filling it with the proper, with, the, with the, our Creator. Uh, and so we, we hide behind these walls because as little kids, people that were supposed to protect us hurt us. People that were supposed to look out for us are now putting us in harm's way. Uh, people say, I do, and you found out they don't. People say, trust me, and you wish you never would have. And you start putting up walls. 
And the problem is those walls stay up even though we're no longer those little kids, even though we're no longer that 16-year-old little girl or, or that 21-year-old young man. Now we're 40 or 50 or 35 years old. And we start thinking that that's just our lot in life. That's just the way things are. And we get helpless and hopeless and we go numb. You know, life is an undulating line. It has peaks and valleys. It has highs and lows. Uh, and yet a lot of people stop dreaming because they've been disappointed so much. They've been uh, let down. They've been abandoned emotionally, physically, and so they give up hope. And so they don't dream anymore, so they don't go too high. And a lot of people have had so much pain in their life, so much hurt, that they stop feeling. They just go numb to it. They just go through the motions, put their big boy pants on, and just let it roll off their back. And they stop feeling, stop experiencing anything, and so they don't go low anymore. And so they don't go too high, and they don't go too low. We call that a flat line. And if you ever hooked up to an electrocardiogram machine, unless there's a technical error, you will never see a flat line. You know why? Because you're dead. And see, so many people, uh, they're walking dead. They're numb. They're disengaged. They're dissociated. You know, and they're just doing time, just marking time, just checking boxes, going through the motions, getting through the next school year, getting through the next summer, getting through the next anniversary, getting through the next crisis, getting through the next drama, the next trauma, getting through the next fire. But we don't need to do that. I want to bring you hope. Give me 48 hours and I can give you some hope. Give me 48 hours and I can give you a brand new beginning on your marriage. Give me 48 hours. If you don't want to give me 48 hours, then at least give me 48 minutes on this radio show once a day. Not for my benefit. I gain nothing from you listening to this. You gain. You grow. You become better. You're filled with hope. You know uh, how to handle situations. You know how you work. Because we're all in the people business. And so in our training, at the end of each section, we have them fill out a, a fifth uh, a report. Notes to myself. And the last report they fill out is a fifth report. They've been in my training now for about 40 hours. They met me 40, 40 hours ago. They still got about another six hours left. And so here's what a, a 65, maybe 70-year-old gentleman said who was in my class in Minneapolis from North Carolina said, benefits and applications. I came in this class with mindful of activity, not knowing what to expect. Now I know to come in any situation without a cluttered mind. Come in and make adjustment with passion, focus, commitment. Come in with full force. I had passion, but not enough. I had commitment, but not enough. I was too laid back at, at work or stood back and did not bring more to the situation. Wow. I feel from this class I can speak up even with more passion than before. Family life will be different because I will start voicing my opinions, but st still listening more. I will show more passion with my wife and family, but most of all, I will bring Jesus Christ back and more into our lives, more than before. I feel good after this morning's session, like I have gained the conviction and authority in my presentation that I was lacking before. Thank you, God, for this class. All I have learned will go into my life with enthusiasm every single day. And here's a, another young man in that same class, but this guy's about 40 years senior. This guy's late 20s. It says, benefits and applications. I am benefiting by getting in touch with my heart again. 
All the books I read and other conferences I attend in the past have not used right brain exercises. Knowing how I work from this morning, I also proved to myself I wasn't fully committed up until now to the content from past leadership trainings. I'm so grateful I got to go first this morning in our exercise. I'll apply this at home and use it to prepare myself. I will be in the moment with my kids and manipulate the environment, see how their creative side works. I will look for how they react to different things and help them learn what they can do better. I'm having a difficult time remembering what I said during the morning exercise. It was not prepared, and now I feel clarity and blank. I will use my resource binder notes to guide myself at home and invest in more resources to recreate these exercises at home, work, etc. Everything that came out of me is in me, and I will nurture it so I'm able to recall it in moments notice. I will nurture my heart by committing to getting more involved in this world, in, in the, his word. Uh, this will create change in me and my environment. Isn't that beautiful? And here's a Hispanic woman from Chicago who was in the same exact class. She's probably in her early 30s. Benefits and applications. Today I learned that I do have the qualities that it takes to be the leader and child of God that I was intended to be. I recognize and accept the purpose that I have here on this planet. I will fulfill that mission till the very end. I gain focus and passion that it is going to take to follow through with my commitments in a manner of doing my very best and raising the bar. I will apply to all relationships, business and personal. I will do this so well that I will impact others as they will be inspired and shaken, led by example. I'm excited to do life like it matters because it does. Isn't that incredible? That's awesome. And here, here's from a 17-year-old boy. Went to the same class. His dad's a good friend of mine. We had his dad on the show, I think, on Tuesday. And he said, briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. This is a young man, 17-year-old, good kid, knows God, has a great family, a great leader, says, I was selfish and lived in a fear of embarrassment. I thought I was better uh, than everyone else and that everyone else around me uh, in deep debt because of all the kind things I've done for them. I was scared of embarrassment and the fear of being laughed at. How will you experience a leadership awakening affect your life? It won't affect my life. It's changed my life. It already has. It will change my approach toward people, my attitude, my actions, by asking myself, what would Jesus want me to do? In a few words, why should someone attend leadership awakening? Says life-changing, eye-opener. You've got no clue what you're missing and what your potential is, uh, and it's been less than six moments in front of your face. Well, I don't know what he's talking about there. <laughs> what are you now excited and passionate about? I'm excited to show people who I have become and how this class has impacted me. I am passionate about loving others unconditionally and how God will use me. Uh, wow. 17-year-old kid. All because now he has hope. Now he used to live in an environment of negativity, of bitterness, where nothing was working out well. And he's in a good family. And now he comes out of this training on fire and hope. You know, my 70-year-old gentleman I told you had an incredible life-changing experience. You know what he's doing? He's now changing his police department. He's now changing his fire department. He went to two-and-a-half-day course, and now he's back in his world, in his environment, changing it. we got to consider the environment, ladies and gentlemen. And the ultimate environment is our head. We have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. And everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. 
And if that's so important, if those two things dictate everything else we do, shouldn't we be working on those? Shouldn't we know how we work? Shouldn't we clean up our thinking? Because, boy, I met the enemy, and he's living in my shorts. If other people said and did to us what we allow in our heads, boy, we'd never tolerate it. So go to likeitmatters.net and reach out to Mr. Black. Let me help you live your life the way you were created to live it. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570. KDIZ Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.